welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. Festivities that will be taking place. Last night it was one or two o'clock in the morning, and I was still hearing the boom, bang, pow. My wife said to me earlier, she says, "Well, we're going to hear a lot of fireworks going off." And I said, "Yeah, we're going to hear them tonight, and we're going to hear them tomorrow, and tomorrow night. Yeah, it's just going to happen." But I don't. I I know when I hear that and I see. Uh, freedoms that we have in our, our wonderful United States of America with all of its faults, but yet it is the greatest country in the world, and uh, praise God. And some of you that are here today that serve this great country, uh, thank you for your service because, yes. now and then I go to, I don't even know what great-grandfather he is to me, but it was my dad's that's buried over in the cemetery where my father was buried. He was buried under the cannons from the Civil War. And my understanding is he was the last Civil War in that area to participate, Civil War veteran to participate in their uh, 4th of July and, and all the parades. Uh, he came back from the Civil War to live with his sister from Illinois and uh, uh, when I think about that and listen to the different various people talk uh, all the way back to the Revolutionary War the blood the blood that was that's been spilt amen for our freedom and what we have and we need to thank God that we live in this great country amen but there is a greater freedom that you and I can have The freedom that we experience here is te is temporary. It's 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 just for a time. It's for a season. But the freedom we're going to talk about this morning, if you will turn with me to Isaiah, the forty second chapter, they will be putting these up on the screen, as well as Romans chapter eight and John chapter eight and John chapter six. <clears throat> if you'll follow with me here, uh, in Isaiah forty two verses five through eight. Thus says God the Lord who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread forth the earth and that which comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk on it. I the Lord have called you righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles, to open blinded eyes, to bring out prisoners from the prison, those who sit in darkness from the prison house. I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to graven images. In 
chapter 8 of the of book of Romans, verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. That's a very important part of that scripture right there. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Verse 5 and 6, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. On down to verse 31 and 32, it says, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed on him, if you, if you abide in my word, ye are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth. Let's say this together. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Chapter 6, verse 3 and 4. Or do you not know that as many as us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in a newness of life. Everybody say a newness of life. And then verse 7 says, For he who has died has been freed from sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Amen. Let's put our Bibles down, raise our hands together, and ask the Lord just to kind of minister to us here for the next little while. Lord Jesus, we thank you once again for this day and this day is a day that we celebrate amen the wonderful freedoms that we have and the cost that was paid amen for each and every one of us to enjoy amen the freedom that we have in this uh, great country today but I pray God that we move beyond that and understand that that the greatest freedom we will ever find will be in you amen there is no greater freedom because we're talking about eternity we're talking about an eternal freedom uh, amen that will take us beyond what this that, that this world, only what this world cannot give us. Amen. And I pray, God, for the next few moments that your spirit will rest in this place, touch our hearts and minds, and let us receive your word with gladness. And everybody say in Jesus' name. Clap your hands as you're being seated under the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. For a little while this morning, amen, depending on how quiet you get, if you get really quiet, I will go longer. If you get if you kind of get with it, we'll shorten it up a little bit today. Amen. That means if you shorten it up, if you get with it, I won't have to use all of my notes. If I use all of my notes, we're going to be here for a while. Praise God. But I want to speak to us today about that scripture. You should know the truth. It's a truth that will set us free. Everybody say hallelujah. Amen. How many knows that that's a fact tonight, uh, today? The truth is what's going to set you free. And as I said a moment ago, there's going to be a lot of people across America, millions of people that are going to celebrate uh, our liberty and our, our freedom. But, but what, 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 what exactly is that liberty and what is that freedom? <clears throat> is freedom a, a, a from physical or political or spiritual oppression? Uh, usually when you look back, I know uh, in our family tree, uh, a lot of people came from Europe, from South Germany, because it was more of a religious persecution, uh, and they wanted to come over. And believe it or not, that was back in 1744. That's a long time ago. So uh, on my dad's side of the family, uh, which I know more about, uh, we understand that 
that, that going through, there was a lot of our family members that fought in the various different wars that we have waged uh, uh, down through the years and, and some of them losing their lives. Amen. But on this 4th of July, many will think back to what this day really means and the sacrifice that was made for us to live here in the United States of America. And then there will be others who will just treat today like any other day. It's just going to be a time to picnic, a time to party, a time to have fun, a time to be with family and friends, to cook out on the grill, amen, and just, just kind of uh, the day is a day. Now, a lot of people are complaining because the 4th of July is on a Sunday this year. They like the 4th of July to be on a work day, Brother Larry, amen, so they can get their, day, their, their paid day off and, and uh, they get that, that long weekend. This, this uh, uh, Brother Singer, this day on the 4th of July kind of messes with everybody, amen, because we don't get that, that, that third day and sometimes they'll get that fourth day. And, uh, and I, I was talking to my son yesterday and he had to go home because he had to work today. And I'm like, you never work on, 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 on this day. What, what are you working on this day for? Well, they called everybody in. Amen. Because uh, they don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, you got all these firecrackers and stuff going off and, and, and everything you kind of look at uh, with all this day, the celebration going on. Amen. That's a great time. I plan on having a good time after church. I'm going to eat some steak. I'm going to eat whatever else she's got cooked, right? The only downside to that steak thing is I got to cook it, I think, unless I can get uh, somebody else to help me do it. Amen. I, I'll do my best, but, but uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I can't even cook my own steak right. But it's going to be a great time. How many planning on having some kind of a good day today? But what is true freedom? We can talk about what freedom is as far as how we look at on this, on this level, amen, as a human being or as we live in this country. But what is true freedom? Is it doing what pleases us? Acting any way we want to? Or saying things that we feel regardless of the outcome? Is it, is it kind of exposing yourself to uh, uh, the party life and, and giving yourself to the, the, the drinking and so on and so forth? Is it the marrying and divorcing just because we can? Is it hurting others with our anger and our false accusations because we can? Is it taking advantage of our loved ones or those we come in contact, uh, contact with because we can? Come on, I need a loud amen on that. You know, there's a lot of blood that's been spilt so people can speak their mind and say what they want to say. You may not agree with it. I may not agree with it. But that's what it's all about. That's what our Constitution is about. That's why the blood was shed, right? Come on, somebody say praise the Lord. That's why we can preach what we preach. Come on. I don't ever want to see a day to where they, they start dictating us what we can say and what we cannot say in a pulpit. Folks, that's going on around the world right now as we speak. Come on. This COVID stuff, it was real. It was here. It's still here. But I'm here to tell you, it has not changed my thought one iota on how we conduct church or how we preach. Amen. It should never get us to that place in our lives. Why? Because that's the place where people need to go to find the real freedom that we need as an individual. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. Friends, that may be, uh, it may be the world's system of freedom, uh, but I'm here to tell you uh, that God's freedom has nothing to do with that freedom. 
Amen. When I talk about God's freedom, it's more than, than doing as we please. Amen. It's more than filling our lusts and our passions. It's more than the worry and the despair and the, depress, the, the depression and the neglect. It's more than just living day by day and never getting ahead. It's more than the daily routine. It's being free from the chains of a self-centered life and the hurt and the pain and the financial burden and the health problems and everything else you want to throw into it. I'm here to tell you that freedom, amen, is here, right here in the house of the Lord. It's right before us, amen. It can be had not only for ourselves, but our children and their children. Somebody say hallelujah. Because true freedom will only be found in Jesus Christ and Him alone. Oh, clap your hands and praise Him this morning. In our text, we begin in the book of Isaiah, the prophet, and he had proclaimed the words of freedom. Not a fleshly freedom, but he talked about a spiritual freedom. Freedom that will give us the ability to move about freely in the will of God. Amen. Acting out his will in our lives. Amen. Isaiah begins to proclaim a new and better way for mankind. He begins to speak the words of God to all that will listen. To the new convert of freedom from the law, the sin of sin and death. He declares in the scripture that God, he said, thus says God the Lord. Amen. Who created the heavens and stretched them out. Who spread forth the earth and that which comes from it. Who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk on it. I the Lord. You called you, are, you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles. Look, you are filled with His Spirit as a child of God, not just to keep it to yourself. We don't hide it as the little kid's song says under a bushel. No, we're going to let it shine. You need to let your light shine. Amen. It's a covenant to the people as a light to the Gentiles. To do what? To open the blind eyes. To bring out the prisoners from the prison. Those who sit in darkness from the, from the prison house. I am the Lord. That is my name. And he said, my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to a graven image. Come on, listen to it this morning. On this day, July 4th, 2021, there is freedom for everybody that understands the words of the prophet Isaiah. There is freedom for the soul of mankind. There is liberty that can be ours if we will just, as the phrase goes, let go and let God. In other words, let go of your situations. Give them to God. Amen. He's the only one that's going to help you through your crisis or your moment or whatever you might be going through. That's the one that can free you. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. So today Jesus has come so that you and I can be made free from the bondage of sin and death. You know, God said he's calling us to righteousness, to a new way, a better way. Calling us to a covenant that will open the eyes and bring out prisoners from the prison. Those who will sit in darkness, he said. Amen. The prison house. I'm going to bring you out. How many glad today you can say that the Lord brought me out? What's that old song, Brother Blackford Elder? He said the, the, that, that he brought me out 
of, a, of, a, of, a, of a miry clay. He set my feet on a rock to say, right? Amen. Do you still believe that, that message, that song? He puts a, a song in my heart to stay, right? Hallelujah. There's something about living for God. There's something about connecting with God. There's something about opening yourself up and making yourself vulnerable to the things of God to allow God to come in and move in your life. Amen. Rearrange some things and help us get over some things that would try to keep us in the prison house. But let me ask a question. If this word that we preach is truth, then why are so many people struggling in this world with their God-given freedom? Why are there going to be millions of people celebrating the 4th of July, the liberty and the freedom, amen, when there are souls that are held by the prison doors of their own fleshly desires? Amen. Many will get in their vehicles, and I have done this myself. I'm glad that our kids are gone. How many remembers you'll get in that car and you'll look for that. You're listening for people to tell you where the best spot is to go and watch the fireworks. Huh? And then you want to make sure you got some chips and uh, some Cheetos or, or some pizza or something that you can take and drinks. Uh, amen. That you can go and you can watch the fireworks. Some of y'all probably going to do it tonight. I'm not. I got enough in my neighborhood. I got enough around me. I'm going to hear them all night long. So, no, I'm not going to Monroe or Middletown or wherever they're going to do the fireworks and fight the traffic. No, I'm not. I'm going to stay at my house and I'll just listen. In fact, I'll probably put my earplugs in and listen to something on my iPad. Right? Amen. But it doesn't negate the fact that we're doing it for a reason. We're doing it because we're celebrating our liberty and our freedom. But let me say it again. Amen. You can go and do that all day long. But I want to tell you, uh, many people are going to go right back home after they gather with their friends uh, and their family and have a good time, listen to their music and, 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 and uh, uh, you know, the, uh, the backdrop of let freedom reign. Amen. They're going to woo-woo and they're going to on. And others are going to be surrounded by them doing the same. Amen. They're going to have that temporary smile on their face. Amen. Just for a short while. But deep inside, deep inside they have a soul that's full of hurt, pain, amen, from the world system, amen. But for just a few moments, they're going to try, amen, to fill all of those feelings with anything that will numb them from that, from that moment in time. But tomorrow will come, my friend, and inside of humanity, that soul that God created uh, will still be crying out for a true godly freedom and liberty. After the day ends, the talk of freedom and liberty will cease uh, and life will return to the same old, same old until someone tells them about truth. Until somebody says it's the truth uh, that will make you free, it will set you free. 
It's the truth that will give you liberty and freedom in Jesus Christ. It's the truth, amen, the word of God, the message of the death, burial, and resurrection, amen, that will change your life. It's the truth, amen, that will lift you up out of the miry clay. It's the truth that will put you on a solid foundation. It's the truth, amen, that will set your mind free and your heart from captivity of the things going on. It's the truth that brings liberty and freedom. Oh, clap your hands this morning. In the book of Romans, the Apostle Paul begins to show us a great important truth that will help us be made free. In the scripture we read, Romans chapter 8 and verse 1, he says these words, There is therefore now no condemnation of those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. So what was Paul teaching us? He was teaching us that if you love the Lord and you obey the gospel, you obey the gospel of Jesus Christ, he said there should be no condemnation in your life. Amen. We, we should not walk around this world and this life with our heads down, plagued by the things of the flesh, plagued by the things of this world or anything that the adversary would try to throw at us. We should not let the hurts and the pains of our past make us feel as if we are no good and hold us back from the blessings that God wants to give us. Amen. We should not let our flesh put us back into the bondage and into that spiritual prison that we came out of. Amen. Because why? We have overcome these things. How? Through Christ Jesus, which strengthens us. Come on, I'm here to tell you that he can help you today. I said he can help you today. Whatever you're going through, whatever's going on in your life, I'm telling you, he has, he has a peace that he can bring to you and a liberty he can bring to you, a hope that he can bring to you. We should understand that the liberation and freedom has been given to us and learn to walk in it day and night. Paul was letting us know that the true freedom is when you are in Christ Jesus and Christ is in you. Because if Christ is in you, you have what? The hope of glory. Amen. So when we walk by His Spirit and not by the flesh, amen, we, are, we become overcomers and we have that true freedom that God has promised us. In fact, in Romans 8, 5, and 6, uh, if you'll turn there, it declares simply this. Let me read it again. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. So if we have truly come into the truth, we will learn these, these principles that Paul is telling us about here in Romans 8. He's telling us to understand that living by our flesh will only cause us to think about the things the flesh desires. Things, Brother Bobby, that are not godly. Things that, that will cause us to do, that will cause us to stumble 
and fall. It will cause us to look at things that we should not look at. Listen to things that we should not listen to. Say things that will only be hurtful to yourself and others. Act in ways that will not be pleasing unto God or our family. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. And if we allow the flesh to rule over time, we will end up going backwards instead of forwards. We will go back to the spiritual prisons, looking for our way back to the place of freedom and liberty in Jesus Christ. I don't ever want to find it and then go back from it. Look, I would rather be walking in the right direction, have my stumbles, have my falls, have my faults, but get myself back up, dust myself off, and continue in the right direction, knowing that that's the only way to go. If you believe that this morning, clap your hands and praise Him. Living for God doesn't mean you're going to be faultless. You're going to have your issues. Come on, somebody say praise the Lord. You know that. You're going to say things sometimes off the cuff because somebody ticked you off. Come on now. You're going to have your days. You're going to have your moments. You're going to have your time. The the, The problem with people is that sometimes they park there for a while. Never stay there for any length of time at all. Get yourself up and be determined. Say, you know what? That was wrong. Say your apologies if you need to. Whatever the problem was. And go on and live for Christ. You're just a human being. It's Christ in us that gives us the hope. It's Christ in us that gives us the the freedom and the liberty. I don't ever want to go back. Everybody say, I don't ever want to go back. No matter what happens in my life, I don't ever want to go back. No matter if I, you know, some people feel like, Brother Larry, if they fall on their face, ah, what's the use? Uh, I've done failed God. He's not going to have nothing. No, 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 no. Quit telling yourself. That's a, that's a lie straight from the pits of hell. Amen. You fall on your face, don't go back. That's a wrong place to go. Get back up. Just understand, you know, you, you get your guard up next time. Amen. Don't let the devil hit you like that. Amen. Learn from your, learn from your mistakes. Learn from, from those moments uh, that you struggle and you fight. Learn from them. So you won't make that mistake again. But listen to me today. If we will continue to walk in the Spirit, if we will talk the way the Spirit wants us to talk and act the way the Spirit wants us to act, amen, live the life that the Spirit wants us to live, continue in that liberty and freedom and that truth, amen, I'm telling you what, it will make you free from bondage, sin, and death. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. When you live for God, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to say it again. Living for God is the best thing anybody could ever do, uh, amen, on the face of the earth. When I live for God, I'm not worried about walking away from God or backsliding as we call it. Amen. I'm not worried uh, about my church attendance because I'm going to be there as much as possible. Amen. You won't have to worry about my day-to-day life. Amen, because, because everybody will look at, at, at your life uh, and they will judge you accordingly. Uh, amen, but if you're living for God, they won't have anything bad to say about you. Somebody may. But that's usually because they just don't like church or 
whatever, and then just a holy roller, and those people, they just kind of talk in tongues down there at that church, run their miles, whatever like that. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you right now, if some people would try it, they'd realize that it would bring liberty and freedom. Uh, amen. And I'm not talking about the running and stuff. I'm talking about try Jesus. Amen. You won't have to worry about being left behind when the Lord comes. Why? Because you'll be in Christ Jesus. Amen. You'll be a part of the bride of Christ. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. You'll wear the righteous garment. Amen. You'll have the covenant that God made between you, amen, and Him. Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. It's the truth that will set you free. It's the Word of God. That's the road map. Amen. The Bible talks about that wedding gown without spot or wrinkle. Washed in his blood. Because let me tell you today, that's the only way you can have your sins remitted. What shall wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. It was Jesus that went to the cross and spilt his blood on the ground, on that cross and on the ground. Why? To cover a multitude of sins. If it was not for the blood, we would not have the freedom that we have today. We would not have the hope that we have today. Oh, precious is the flow that washes. I'm telling you what, look, let me, let, let me, hear, let, let me tell you right now. An experience with God will change your life. Come on, if, if somebody's living, if, somebody, if somebody's not living a, a life pleasing unto God, they've got a spiritual issue. Now, now, don't get quiet on me here right now. What I'm saying is that's why we got to govern our life. That's why we got to stay in the book. Why? Because it's the book that will set us free. It's the book that will keep us lined up. If somebody's not reading the word of God, then how in the world are they going to know how to live for God? Look, this is July 4th, 2021. We don't know how long the Lord's going to wait before he comes to his church. But I will promise you this. If you don't put everything you got into it and get into his word, develop some disciplines that Brother uh, Rex uh, Howard II has been talking about on some of these Wednesday nights. The last, last Wednesday night I talked about fasting. If we don't develop some of the disciplines in our life, then... then, then, then then I, I hate to say it, but we're going to struggle when that time comes. At this point in time, do I want, do I don't, do I want quantity? Sure, I'd love to have a house full of people. And I, I would like, uh, Elder, I would like to have three or four of these churches filled with people. I would like to, you know, I, want, I would like to have everybody coming to church. But quantity does not mean uh, that, 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 that what we have is right. It's the quality. It's what you know, the word. You follow the word of God. Amen. I want, I want, look, I, you know, I would love to have a thousand people from here go to heaven. I'd love to have all of that. Amen. But I'm here to tell you today that only those that will submit their lives to God completely are going to make it when that time comes. In the book of John, chapter 8, verses 31-32, we find Jesus is talking to the Jewish people of that day, and he begins to give them instruction and insight into the life of freedom. So we need to understand that the Jewish community of that day were still the chosen people through the covenant that had been given to Moses 
But these people would not listen to Jesus, nor would they take instruction from him, no matter how much he touched their lives. That's, that's an amazing thing to me. To think about people that were following Christ and, 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 and seeing the miracles, the, the signs and the wonders, the, the dead being raised and the blinded eyes being opened and the lame made to walk. And, and, and you've seen all these miracles and all these people were following him. And, 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 and they would sit and, and seen him provide lunch for everybody with five loaves and two fishes. And, and they still had abundance left over. And, and so, so you see all those miracles, but yet when it came down to it, You had 12. You had people that were struggling because of the persecution uh, and the heavy handedness, uh, amen, of the government that came down on him and took him to and, convert and, and convicted him. Uh, and they chose uh, a murderer. They chose Barabbas. And they had the Lord crucified. But because they did, it's that blood. But understand the Jewish community of that day, they were still the chosen people of God. But they would not listen. What I find interesting is this day, in this day, people all around us act just like the Jewish people in the days of the Lord. They don't want to listen now to anybody that talks about Jesus. They're not interested in the Bible way. They're they are, they are more into themselves and not others and how they look and all these good things. What they've got, you know. They want to look good to others but could care less about that, that person. They're looking to gain by hurt instead of love. They want to cut you like a knife. Folks, this is not freedom. This is not liberty. You, you can't be made free by earthly ways. You can't, you know, there's nothing this earth can do to make you eternally free. So, so let me appeal to you today, don't listen to them. They don't have the answer. Your answer is in the Word of God. Your answer is here. It's in Jesus Christ. This is where your answer is. Say it again, it's He that's going to set you free. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. Amen. That's where the freedom, that's where the liberty, uh, that's where you're going to find it. It's going to be found in Him. Amen. This is what John wrote about in John 8. Amen. He was writing about those that would listen to, to, to him, to Jesus. Uh, tell them the way to freedom. Notice. Let me read again. Verse 31 and 32. I'm going to beat this home today. Jesus in chapter 8. Jesus said to those Jews who believe, If you abide in my word, ye are my disciples. And then he goes in and says, you'll know the truth and the truth shall make you free. If you abide in my word, and that, 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 that's, a, that's, 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 that's a prerequisite. That's a, that, that, that right there is, a, is a, 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 basically letting us know that if you want part of me, you've got to abide in my word. If you abide in my word, you are my disciples. And when you abide in my word, then you will know the truth, he said. And it's that truth that will set you free. Yeah. Yeah. Woo, somebody say Hallelujah. Amen. So I can tell us today with assurance that the Word of God is truth. And if we'll just pick it up and read it and stay with it, amen, we can learn to become a disciple as we learn the ways of truth. Oh. 
Pastor, you're getting too excited this morning. I think it's time we have a little bit of ooh and ahs as the presence of God moves into the house. Amen. As the glory of God begins to fall in the house. Amen. That all of a sudden we raise our hands and we're in awe. Amen. Because the glory of the Lord is in the house. Amen. Do you believe that this morning? I believe that on this July 4th, 2021, that somebody can find that place in God where they walk out of here free. Amen. As a new creature in Christ Jesus, old things will have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Well, let's clap our hands and praise him this morning. I think, what, I think what the word here, what Jesus is trying to tell us is, is, is the word. The word is the ticket. Amen. It's the ticket to your freedom. Amen. And the word is the road map that's going to lead you, amen, to the way of salvation, to the truth, amen, of, of, of liberty and uh, to, to a life that would be everlasting. Amen. Uh, without that pain and that sorrow. I'm so glad that I know the Lord today, Elder, because when that stuff comes my way, amen, there's just something about it when I call on his name. When I say, oh, Jesus, I need you right now, Jesus. I can feel the comfort of the presence of the Lord. Amen. Even though I may have to walk through that valley, he is with me. Hallelujah. I said, he is with me. Amen. His rod, his staff, they comfort me. Amen. He goes with us no matter what we're going through. Amen. The mountaintops are great. We get up there and we can see for all but there's times when we're down in those deep dark crevices uh, and valleys uh, where we can't see uh, I'm here to tell you this morning uh, that you need to give God a chance uh, amen you need to give God a chance uh, to show you the way of liberty uh, and freedom uh, that, 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 that which he can give to you uh, that the world cannot give and here's something else what the world doesn't give they can't take away When God gives it to you, oh, somebody say hallelujah. See, folks, here's the deal. When you are baptized in him, somebody says, why do you? A lot of people treat baptism as just a form or a way of joining a church. Baptism is more than just going into a tank and being buried, amen, and come back up and welcome to be a part of our church. That is, that is not how this works. Amen. When you really understand baptism, it means you're being buried with Christ. When we bury you and we call the name of Jesus over you in baptism and we bring you back up out of that water, you rise up in a newness of life. The old man has been buried. The new man has come up. And then a lot of people don't think that the... Uh, I'm kind of getting away from my notes right now, but the old, a lot of people think that the Holy Ghost, amen, isn't really necessary. You don't really have to have it. You just believe on Him. But here, let me tell you this. Once you have repented of your sins, right, and you go down in the name and you come up and you're washed and you've been clean and, and you are a, you're walking in the newness of life, now what do you need? Amen. The old man has passed away, so what do you need? You need the infilling of the Spirit of God to take up residence in your life. Come on. Does anybody believe that this morning? You've been freed from the sin, but now you need somebody to come in and take up residence, uh, amen, that can, that, can, that can give you the help that you need uh, to withstand when they come back and try to come into your life. 
whom the Son has set free is free indeed. So let me tell you this morning as I quit, I'm not going to go any further, but I want to tell you this morning that you have a great chance, an opportunity this morning to walk out of here different than the way you came in. You have a chance this morning as a child of God even, as you came in, maybe the cares and the burdens of life, amen, something's on you strong, amen, I'm here to tell you that you have a way to walk out those double doors, amen, different than the way you came in, amen, because we know that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. We know he's the door. Amen. He's the only way. The world will tell you that you don't need to worry about it. Everybody's going to go to heaven. Amen. But I'm here to tell you tonight or today amen that what we need to understand is you must be born again of the water and of the spirit to enter the kingdom of God. Amen. I don't know what you feel this morning, but let's all stand together. Amen. On this 4th of July day. I'm going to open these altars. I'm not going to put the pressure on nobody, but I'm going to open these altars. And I want to appeal to you. Even if you don't come to this altar, I want to appeal to you to just for a moment raise your hands together and begin to talk to the Lord and begin to say, Lord, here am I. Amen. I need you in my life. I need your, I need your touch. I need your blessings. Can we do that today all over? I open these altars. Would you come? Amen. Would you come, please? Amen. Find a place to pray. Amen. Find a place to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, all across the sanctuary. Let's make this a house of prayer right now. Amen. Reach out to the Lord. Talk to him this morning. Hallelujah. He is, really is as close as the mention of his name. He really is. He really is as close as the mention of his name. Just call out. Call his name. Thank you. 